Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast. My name is Andrew Meok, and I'm going to teach you how to be the best a woman's had inside and outside the bedroom, leaving women better and wetter, and then also making men men again. And I am here joined with a very special guest, Daniel from Surgical Pickup. Awesome. Great to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Uh, he's back again, and we're going to be dropping some bombs today. So what we're going to be dropping is, so you've got this girl, yeah? And you really like her and you want to bring her back to your house, but you want to make her feel comfortable, sexy, and get the like the um get the interaction really moving forward sexually. And then so she's so comfortable about like really showing aspects of herself that she wouldn't show to anyone else. And then you're gonna get responses from women like saying, like, you're an amazing fucking lover, you're the best I've had. Oh my god, I never say this shit to anyone else. And then she's going to want to see you again and again and again. I know Daniel has so much fucking stuff on this, and he's had women his whole fucking life saying, Who the fuck are you? You're such an incredible human being, great lover, and I just feel like I've known you my whole life and shit like that. So with that all being said, that's what we're gonna be covering today in such depth, deep psychological stuff, and that's going to leave women in a better place than you found them, and that's what we're all about. So with that also being said, if you want to learn how to give women multiple orgasms with your hands tonight make sure you check out sexual quantum leap and we're going to you're going to learn how to do a specific sequence of a pussy massage where she's going to be screaming in wild orgasm so make sure you check that out so daniel my man thank you for being here and daniel by the way if you haven't listened to the other podcast is an international dating coach who knows exactly what he's doing when it comes to like meeting the women that he truly wants and he's coming from a place of choosing opposed to being chosen so daniel can you like break a bit of shit down man about like what would be the best things to do to get a woman really safe and comfortable to open up sexually when she's back at your house Awesome stuff. Great to be back on the podcast again. And today we've got a very exciting episode for the guys. Um, And this is just something personally that I I dealt with a lot. Um, Let's say you don't know what to do when you take a girl home and you take 20 girls home. You you have no idea what you're going to do. Maybe you'll end up sleeping or having great sexual experiences with two or three of them because you don't know what to do. And this used to be my life. I used to be able to go on dates. I used to be able to meet girls at bars or clubs, whatever it was. I would bring them home, but nothing would ever happen. And just as we teach at Surgical Pickup is if there's a problem, there's always a solution to that problem. It's just not, oh, for the rest of my life, this is how it's going to be. And what you always want to look out for is you want to look out for patterns. Do you always bring girls home? and they say, oh, I'm not that type of girl. Oh no, sorry, I have to be up early tomorrow. Oh no, nothing's going to happen tonight. Don't get any ideas. All of these types of things. um, And when you recognize these patterns, it's just showing you that your current behaviors are wrong. Um, If you were a salesman, and you were trying to sell printers in an office, and every time you went to sell a printer, the people were like, oh no, I don't have enough money, or no, I'm not interested, and another guy in your office is selling printers left, right, and center, it's not the printer that's the problem, it's your process or the procedure in terms of the way you're selling the printer. So exactly like um, Andrew talks about, exactly like in my experience, if I've changed so much from taking girls home, nothing was happening to now, um, I don't want to put an exact number on it, but nine times out of 10, if ever I bring a girl home, something is likely less than not definitely going to happen. And it's because I changed my structure and my procedure of what I would do when I would take a girl home. So before we jump into any of the actual tactics and techniques and what to say and what to do, um, you need to realize that if you are having problems in this area, 
don't worry at all. This stuff can be changed. This should be a good thing for you. Um, and we're going to explain exactly how to, to make that happen. Yeah, let's let's take a step back. Let's, let's wind it back a little bit. Let's wind it back to like when you're actually on a date or at the club or you meet a girl during the day, wherever it is, because we, always, we don't want to be like saying, because Daniel is also the prince of pulling. So he's really good at taking girls home. And when I say this, it's like, You've got to take a woman home with like, um, can, actually, I'm not even going to fucking talk about this. I've got you here. Why the fuck am I going to talk about this? Can you talk about like taking a woman home? Like it, the sex doesn't just happen at the bed. Like you're taking a girl home. Like let's go. Let's just look at my balcony or let's just have a wine. Then all of a sudden it's like, where the fuck is the wine or what's going on with the balcony? Can you like talk about like taking a woman home under a sexual, con- um, under a sexual frame opposed to like building up all the sexual tension when it's at the house because that's going to be fucking harder when a guy's like i've got a home now now it's time to be sexual i'm sure a lot of guys make that mistake yeah definitely this is such a big topic um and and i'll just kind of give you the brief overview so the problem is um what happens a lot with guys is like you said they don't know how to sexually communicate with a girl they might be on a date um even if it's on a date like you've already set up a date frame with the girl or uh, you meet her at a bar club in the day, the problem is most guys will use what we call plausible deniability to get the girl home. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's plausible deniability? So, So what is plausible deniability? Basically, what that means is giving her a logical reason for what she emotionally wants to do. So if we again had to take it back to sales, just because it's a good comparison, say if I present to you an awesome sexual retreat Um, that you really want to go on at the same time emotionally you really want to do it but at the same time you also want logical reasons so your rational mind can back it up like let's say if you go want to buy a car and you just in love with uh, Mercedes-Benz like Mercedes-Benz is the absolute best thing for you you almost go in there and emotionally you already know you want to buy the car but you can't go back to your friends and justify paying a huge sum of money for a car just because you say oh I love the car you need the logical reasons to be able to do that so as an example you say oh the mileage is very good oh it comes with this warranty all these types of things so you can logically explain what you emotionally want to do so as i said with girls we talk about plausible deniability it's giving her logical reasons for what she emotionally wants to do so as an example what could that be um emotionally she's really into you she's very uh wants to have sexual experiences with you but if you just on a date with a girl and you say come let's go home and fuck even if the girl's super into you, she's going to be like, oh no, sorry, I'm not that type of girl. I don't want to do that. All those types of things. So what you want to do is you want to be able to give her that logical reason. This is where the problem comes in and you touched on it now. Guys are having platonic conversations where they're not showing their intent. There's no flirtiness. They're not telling the girl she's sexy, attractive. And then all of a sudden, they try to take her home and say, hey, come, let's go have a glass of wine. Oh, I want to show you my pool. I want to show you the balcony. Um, And then they get there and the girl is more coming for the wine or the balcony than for the actual reason of, having a sexual experience with you but if you've been having that type of communication and conversation with her on the date throughout all the time you've been together she knows it's super sexual she knows the reason she's coming home with you and that logical reason on one level it's almost like 
She knows she's not coming for wine. She knows she's not coming for the balcony or whatever it is, but it's a good way for her to get past her own social conditioning in terms of, oh, I don't want to seem easy in front of guys and things like that. So plausible deniability isn't bad to get a girl back. The problem is if you haven't set a sexual frame throughout the whole entire interaction, then you try to get her back with plausible deniability. She's almost like, a, oh, I came here for the wine. Why are you trying to kiss me? Where you messed up already if, if that's the situation when you get back home. Why are you trying to touch me after you just said like, let's come back for a look at my balcony and all this shit, man. I agree, dude. It's, it's fucking cool what you're saying with this. And I think it's a good um, precursor to the rest of the episode because if guys don't do that then they're just going to be like they're going to be frustrated and they're going to have to deal with so much like quote-unquote bullshit when they get back and they go why is this woman like making it hard for me it's like nobody you made it hard for yourself because you're not actually stepping up and showing more from the um get-go that you are a sexual guy and you want to have like sexual relationships with this woman opposed to just pretending that it's all platonic love it do you guys want to hear my uh my technique I use, the exact lines to pull girls home. Tell me. Okay, we might as well drop it in here. So it's something um, I call the the triple threat technique. So there's three aspects to this. Um, and I'll just give you a brief overview. You're on a date with a girl, it's going well. There's already a sexual frame on the date. It's not super platonic. What's something I would say in that situation? Maybe... Um, there's a lot of things building up to it. I'm not going to get super into detail. I just want to give you guys this line that might, it's going to help you out if you're ever in this situation. What you can say to the girl is, okay, say something along these lines and I'll break it down. So you say something along the lines of like, hey, do you know what? Um, I actually think you're really cool. We should go back to my place for a, a quick drink, but promise you're not going to try and make a move on me. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay, so what I'm doing there is it's three components. First component, plausible deniability. As we spoke about, giving her a logical reason for what she emotionally wants to do. Hey, come back to my place for, uh, we'll have a quick drink. Hey, I want to show you the view from my place. Um, again, this isn't wrong as long as there is a sexual frame. If there's no sexual frame, then this is going to come back to bite you in the ass hard. Second thing you want to do is a false time constraint. So, oh, come, we're going to go there for a quick drink. Especially if you've just met this girl maybe an hour two hours ago in a bar she doesn't even know who you are you want to sell the safety and the low commitment you don't want to be like come we're going to go for my house for five hours who knows we might have sex let's see what happens she's going to be like wow that's a huge commitment but cool let's just go there for a, a quick drink and then we'll come back um and then the final one this is where it really gets powerful is what we call a false disqualifier promise you're not going to try and make a move on me. As long as you try not to kidnap me, um, I'm very innocent. Take it slow with me. So you flip the script on her because if what guys are just like, hey, let's go back to my house for a quick drink. And the girl's like, okay, but don't get any ideas. And they're like, oh no, I wasn't getting any ideas. So you want to flip the script on the girl like, this is one of the things, as soon as I'd walk in the door, as soon as I'm unlocking the door to my flat or her apartment, I'd be like, don't get any ideas, little one. So I'm kind of flipping the script on her where I'm saying, her, I'm not going to be a needy guy who's just going to try to jump on you straight away. But where it gets really powerful is, and this is what you speak about a lot, where you've actually sexualized it super hard in the interaction. So it's kind of like that push-pull, like telling her how much you want to kiss her, how sexy you find her. And then at the same time, throwing in things like, uh, hey, don't get any ideas. Nothing's going to happen. She's kind of like, wow, does this guy like me? Doesn't he like me? Um, 
obviously she knows you're into her, but it's, you're not so easy, you know, you're still a bit of a challenge for her, and that's what girls like, rather the, as soon as guys normally take a girl home, the guys just like jump on her, like, ah, like a creature, um, and girls get creeped out by that. I'm never going to have this again in my bed, so <laughs> that's the thing, it's, even to my man, like, um, Pierre de Sosa like talks about like sexualize and then disqualify. So what that basically means, I'm constantly sexualizing. I'm constantly being really, really sexual with the girl, but I'm making it like it's never going to happen. So then all of a sudden it's like that back and forward, back and forward. And then she's like, fuck, it's like this roller coaster of emotions. And she's like, fuck it up. I just want to take you. I just really want to have you. And it's really beautiful when she feels that, but you're not so like, I need to have this. It's more just like that playful, beautiful vibe. So dude, we've been dropping bombs. And that was some crazy shit that you dropped about how to do that. And it's like, I want to make as well, you're not lying to the woman about saying this. It's like, do you want to talk on that, touch on that a little bit? Because it's like, she really wants to fucking come. She just needs a little bit like, oh, you know what? I don't want to feel like a slut. I don't want to seem easy. And I don't want to like, um, like maybe you're going to judge me. Maybe my friends are going to judge me. Um, what will I look like to the bouncers or people who constantly see me coming to this venue, etc.? Yeah, it's such a big thing that uh, guys don't realize that women, there's this huge double standard in society, unfortunately, where guys sleep with a lot of girls, awesome, high fives, they get props, girls sleep with a lot of guys, oh my gosh, you slut, you terrible, you shameful thing. Um, and a lot of this applies a lot more when, say, you're first meeting with a girl, especially maybe you just met her in the club that night. Um, once you've been dating a girl for a long time, all that kind of stuff, she knows the judgment isn't there. Don't worry about doing this stuff. This is more for like one night stands or you just met a girl at your first date, that type of thing. It just shows what we call social calibration. It's not about lying to the girl. It's just about understanding where she's at, um, understanding that she doesn't want to seem easy. Um, and one of the most important things to do just while we're on this topic is also don't really believe girls uh, in similar in certain situations. So, okay, what do I mean by that? You need a little bit more context. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how many times I've met a girl and like maybe I meet her in a club or something like that and I'm just messing around and maybe in the first five minutes, I'll try kiss her. And then she'll be like, oh no, I don't kiss guys that I meet on the first night. So whenever a girl says that to me, like some guys take that really seriously. When she says that to me, I know that she's just trying to preserve her value and not seem easy. What is a girl going to say? Oh, you always just kiss guys and sleep with them on the first night. She just seems like such a slut in her head. She can never say that to herself. But this used to happen to me so many times. It happened in Poland when I first met you. Um, where I'd be with a girl. Um, I'd try to kiss her. Be like, I don't kiss guys when I first meet them. Half an hour later, I'm making out with her. Mm. So then in my head, I'm like, is our girls liars? Because earlier she said she doesn't kiss a guy on the first night. Now I'm kissing her. So is she a liar? But it's not really, you can't really look at it from that perspective of like, oh, she's lying. She's not lying. Um, it's more of like girls trying to preserve their value and understanding the social conditioning. Um even like say if I brought a girl back before and if she said like, hey, uh, we're not having sex tonight, nothing's going to happen. Um, I'm always like, oh, of course not. Like I was going to wait till our 35th date. Like, geez, like you move fast. Um, and you kind of flip it on her. And then guess what? We end up sleeping together later. So sometimes the girls are just saying it because they don't want to feel judged. They don't want to even judge themselves. They don't want to seem too easy in your eyes. So you need to know the difference. Like if, if you try and escalate on the girl, it's like, no, no, no. Like that's very different 
from her being like, hey, no, nothing's happening tonight. Like, and like smiling and like touching you and oh, things man. like that. So, how many times, but, we, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, be able to know the difference. <laughs> I was going to say, when the girl's verbal, like, when her verbal's like, no, don't touch me, but then her body is moving <laughs> towards you, trying to kiss you. Happens every fucking time. It's like, and the guy's like, no means no. It's like, okay, consent. I'm all about it, but then. In this context, when a woman's like, no, don't touch me, don't touch me, as she's like scratching the back of your back or t- playing with your with your hair or coming close and rubbing herself against you. It's like, it's, it's that's where the fucking fine line comes in. It's absolute bullshit. It's like, look at her body, how she's moving, but her mind, my mind, telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. And then Daniel's going to pull you and, and take off your dress. <laughs> This should be just a rap fucking battle, mate. <laughs> so, all right. So we've got this awesome chick. We've like covered some good groundwork um, about making sure that you're sexual beforehand. Daniel gave you some really good um, lines to use to take a woman home. And when you've done this now, when we've got this woman, you're taking her back to your place. How can we set up this place, man? What's the first things that you do when you, you take a woman home? We can go back and forth on this because this would be really cool about setting up the house so it's like the basically, quote-unquote, the sex location is set up. Mm. Let's talk about even setting it up beforehand as well, mm. man. Yeah, that's such a it's, a it's such a huge thing. Um, and what this really does is it, 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 it uncovers success barriers and also blockages guys might have. Like, it seems so simple, but it's the same thing when it comes to, like, do you always carry a condom around with you? Like, it blows my mind that guys don't always have condoms on them. Like, even when I'm just going to the shop to, like, buy something from the shop, I'm carrying a condom with me. <laughs> because in my mind, it's like, I'm the type of guy who could get laid any time. Like, I could meet a super cute girl in the shop. Who knows? Maybe she's coming back to my place. I go back to her place. What if I didn't have a condom? So, even that conditioning to, like, always have a condom because you telling yourself, I'm the type of guy who gets laid. So when it comes to setting up your place before you go on the date, before you go out, I'm always setting up my place. So like you said, it's, it's, it's friendly for a girl in terms of when she comes back there. Let me give you a few practical tips. Um, number one thing is like leave one of the lights on in the house because as soon as you come in there, it's super dark. You, you don't know, again, this is what I talk about a lot, understanding the girl's perspective. She could be thinking there's five guys in here about to jump on me and all these types of things. So you always want to make her feel safe, uh, leaving a light on. One of the most important things you want to do is either have your laptop or some kind of like music system, your iPod or whatever, like almost ready to go where as soon as you go in there, you, oh, let's put on some music, put some music on, put the lights on because immediately that's going to create a lot of safety. So before we even talk about what to do when you bring her back, make sure your place is already set up in a way where, again, you've conditioned yourself, I'm the type of guy who brings girls home. Even if you're at that stage where you've never pulled a girl home before, you want to start getting in that mindset, fake it till you make it. Um, Because if you never ever do this stuff, you're just telling yourself, well, I don't think I'm going to pull a girl tonight anyway let me just leave my place in a trashy mess um where a girl would run away if she even came home with me so that's very important priming your mind before and a couple of the tips leave a light on make sure you have music ready to go it's the same reason unfortunately humans we feel more comfortable with noise than in silence that's why whenever you go to restaurants shopping malls you'll notice they always have music on in the backgrounds because most people feel uneasy with silence so Mm. especially if a girls just met you that type of thing um you want to be making her have a better experience you're doing it for her 
Yeah, what I recommend as well with the lights, make sure that you can have like the front light like pretty bright. So then it's like, okay, cool, it's an opening house. But then don't have the lights like super bright inside, but don't have them like super dim. And like you can have some candles, but don't have like 400 candles. Like it's Barry White, like, can't get enough for your little baby. I don't even know if that's fucking Barry White. But anyway, you get the gist. You don't want to be doing that. Maybe like a few candles ready. You can just light them because it's like, it's nice. Like I have this candle here. It smells good. Like the incense as well. The best thing you can do is salt lamps around the whole house. Salt lamps are beautiful. Like even like salt lamps in the bedroom and have the room set up where it's nice and dim. It's not too fucking full on. So when you're like showing her around the room, I'm sure we'll get to that now. When you're showing her around the house, she just feels so comfortable. And like a woman likes them, like not a messy house. She doesn't like to see like old condoms and old bras like on the room, on the floor. On a story on that, I used to have like fucking like... 40 to 50 panty bras, walls panty walls and the thing is don't do this but I deliberately would have 40 to 50 panties hanging on my wall so I could make it tough for myself so I could bring girls over and then all of a sudden they go you're a dog you're a pig you're disgusting and then I'd flip it and then they'd tell you that I'm amazing not all women some women would be like you know what I'm out you're fucking bad but I'd enjoy that challenge of actually trying to get through that now I'm not saying do that at all but I'm saying I've gone to the extremes of what's fucked up and then I brought it back to what's normal and then when you can actually set up the house in a beautiful setting where she's like she feels comfortable the music the lights everything that daniel's saying as well then it's really it's, it's like think of the five senses her five senses should be stimulated when she walks in the house she shouldn't be smelling old socks she should be going oh damn this smells like really good incense the side like the house looks really beautiful and then all of a sudden like she just feels this sense of like ease when she's around you it's helping her relax and then the the lighting you don't want it like bright as well and the music it shouldn't be like a vici fucking tiesto or tiesto like fucking pumping unless she gets really turned on by that on by that but seriously low the seduction usually happens when it's really really fucking chilled and just like starts bringing down that mood so you can start getting sexual. Yeah, definitely. I think you have an epic podcast on, uh, I think, Spotify, like a sexual kind of podcast. Um, and you have a few different ones. Yeah, you definitely want to... I used to have a, all the time a sex playlist where it's like, come on, just crack that thing on. And you know it's going to be like not some weird like Cotton Eye Joe stuff coming on <laughs> where it's just going to completely kill the vibe. But like cool, sensual, sexual stuff where you start to, to set the mood. So yeah great points yeah let's talk about when we like so we'll, we'll just even go back and forth and it's like when i'm walking a girl in the house mm. i think gabriel and i talked about it. it's like it's so crucial just to walk a girl around the house and mm. just show her everything mm. to get her really comfortable with the settings the surroundings and then when you're walking her in the room man it's not like quickly just jump on it like get her so comfortable i've talked about this before it's like show her something in the room it's like so then she feels comfortable just like you're not going to quickly pounce and then like yeah cool this is my room you can come out Mm. yeah so important um you guys probably touched on it but always giving a woman a tour of when she gets in your house because again you have to understand her safety perspective where she's like are there guys waiting in the next room like i just met this guy two hours ago so oh as soon as you walk in um oh let me give you a quick tour of the place and you like go around like oh here's the bathroom here's the kitchen um and like you said one of the most powerful things you can do is you go in there and you show her your room oh yeah this is my room oh yeah okay come let's let's go out because most guys are so needy um it's like oh i got in my room let me keep her here but when you take her in the room and then you take her out so many of this is going to be so new to her because 99 percent of guys are super in scarcity super needy as soon as they get a girl in their house in the room they try pounce so the fact you take her in your room 
Then you take her out, maybe pour yourself a glass of wine um, in the living room, in the lounge, on a balcony, stuff like that. Then when you take her back in the room later, she's going to be so much more comfortable with it because she's already been in there before. Yeah, and I like saying this as well to a girl, like, me castle, your castle. Like, my house is your house. And like, hey, just make yourself at home, make yourself comfortable. If you need to do anything, if you need anything as well, you can do that. And also for chicks as well, like, um, if they go in the bathroom, like, sometimes they, like, after, like, a night at the club, they might feel sweaty, they might feel disgusting they might like just be coming off their period or they might be coming into their period like you can go i like to do this i like to show them the bathroom as well man and just go yo check out the like just show them the bathroom and then i open up and i sometimes back in the day when i had a more stable house now i'm just a bum who lives around the world and teaches dudes how to fuck same with you mate you're just a bum who just travels the world and teaches dudes how to pick up chicks (laughs) anyway so what it is is i used to have like um tampons i used to have like spare toothbrushes i used to have pads i used to have like female fem wash so fem wash is like um wipes and i I tell the woman hey all this stuff you're more than happy um more than welcome to use i go you don't say it's your ex-girlfriends just don't even go down that i just go hey sometimes my sister um, stays over and she just uh, um use that and you're more than welcome to use that stuff so then she gets more comfortable because it's all about her comfortability because how many times like man what about you like how many times have we like you have you had sex with a girl and just as it's getting sexual, you feel like you're about to take off her underwear and she's like so keen for it. She's like, I've got to go to the bathroom. And you're like, what the fuck? And when I first started this, man, I thought she was running away and she didn't want to fuck. But then I realized it was she just wanted to make sure that her pussy looked good, that it smelled good. Oh, and also I'd have some razors because sometimes they might want to have a quick shower or sometimes girls might go, I just want to have a fucking shower with you. Um, they go, why? You're like, fuck, let's just go on the bed. She's like, I feel like I might stink and I don't want you to fucking judge me. Shit like that, man. Yeah. It's so good to understand that from the girl's perspective. Again, making her feel comfortable. Like, oh, this is going to be a great fucking experience with this guy. Mm, yeah, dude. Do you have anything else on that? Like, like making the girl feel comfortable? She's like, have you, you've seen it yeah, heaps of times where she's like, I need to go to the toilet. You're like, hang on a second. Yeah, definitely. So many times. And who knows, maybe like it's been a night out, you've been drinking, she needs to fucking piss like right before and all these types of things. And uh, so many times, like uh, we'll talk about the safer girl doesn't want to have sex. It's not the end of the world. Like you never know. She might be on a period. She just doesn't feel comfortable. Um, Maybe she's think she stings all these types of things and you think it's my game like what's wrong with my game it's like dude you're not making her feel comfortable so yeah i love those tips that you shared about little things she can do because that could result in you guys having an amazing sexual experience or not um i like that pro proactivity yeah and i'm always saying this as well like you're more than welcome to go like if you feel like uncomfortable at home Mm -hmm. at my house i know you just like met me tonight and stuff i'm just calling it out like you're more than welcome to go i just want to like have really enjoy tonight and explore there's no pressure for both of us to do anything and the thing is you can't say this as a line it's fucked up if you do because even when you genuinely fucking mean this it's like i really want to have like a nice night with you i like i like you and i want to explore and you're not like you're not like saying, oh, I, I need to do it. It's like, I like your company. I like X, Y, and Z about you. If you're thinking this, like I'm specifically telling a woman that I really fucking am enjoying about her right now. And some girls might be like, oh, you say this to all girls, but they won't. In my experience, girls won't fucking say that if you're just like congruently fucking mean it. I used to go out there a lot, man. You, I know, did you get this a lot when you're going out there as well? Like hitting on chicks on the street. And if you just like, fucking just said the same thing and you're like i'm just doing the one over and over or at the clubs they just go oh you said that to a lot of girls but then if they just if you're really truly like we can say aligned and congruent they go okay you don't get that bullshit 
Yeah. Did you get that, man? Yeah, definitely. It used to happen a, a lot to me. And like you said, in terms of meeting each girl as she is and calling out specific things about her. Like if you're like, oh my gosh, I think you're super sexy. It's like, oh, you could have just said that to so many girls. But when you actually give her a proper compliment, like uh, noticing something about how her fucking dress matches her shoes or like the way she smiles or something mm. like that, it's a much more like, okay, well, it's more in the moment. It's something you really calling out and something that's attracting you to right then and there rather than some canned line that you've memorized yeah 100% so the girl's at home now and she's on the couch what I like to say is like don't just jump straight on it just sit on the couch relax make some make your space and the thing is me casa your casa like what I like to do as well is have, I used to have a nice fucking rug man because a lot of guys think that they have to have sex with a girl in the bedroom and sometimes psychologically the girl's fucking freaking out about going to the bedroom because now it's like oh no it's getting to that moment where a lot of the times I'd be actually doing starting every everything off on the couch or in the kitchen kissing and doing that and then that would start to build up and it might not even lead to the bedroom when we first put the penis in the pussy it's like it actually will happen through the flow of like just being there on the bed like on the couch and just enjoying or even lying on the rug and rolling around on the rug man so yeah that sounds like a party right there yeah get a little fireplace going you're all set for the lockdown yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh yo one of the things that i like to, it's such a big point that you said but like again you whenever i take a girl into a new environment it's almost like i'm thinking to reset so what do i mean by that like say you're on the date with her and like you guys are getting quite like close and sexual and like maybe you've been kissing a little bit say i take her back to my place and this is just a general rules can always be broken sometimes as soon as you walk in the door you fucking pin her against the wall and you just start going at it but for most girls especially if it's the first time um, you always want to make her feel comfortable. So what most guys have a problem doing is say they're getting physical on the date and like kissing the girl, they'll get into the house and then they'll think like, okay, I just need to start kissing her straight away. But like you said, like say maybe sitting in the living room on the couch or whatever it is, you pour each other a drink. The first thing I want to do is if I'm sitting on a couch is I want to sit like right on the other edge of the couch and kind of like lean back. I'm like, okay, cool. Like we're here. Don't worry. Just because you're here, I'm not going to sit right next to you straight away and just start trying like kissing you again. It's like, I'm chilled. I don't need this. I'm not desperate for this to happen. Um, and the girls really respect that. And what that does is just imagine the situation. The girl sits down like let's say a couch has like three sections. There's a left cushion, a middle cushion, and a right cushion. Let's say she goes and sits down on the left cushion. Now you have an option. I can either sit in the middle cushion or on the right cushion. So let's say you go sit in the middle cushion because, hey, guess what? On the date we were kissing, all that type of stuff, all of a sudden there's no space between you guys. She's all of a sudden, okay, this guy really wants something from me. But let's say you take the other alternative option. She's sitting on the left cushion you on purpose sit on the right cushion and lean back all of a sudden it's making her feel comfortable in this new environment of your house and where this becomes so powerful is of course later you want to move closer to her or you want to pull her in closer to you but because you left that space initially all of a sudden when you close the space she feels that interest a lot more if you just go straight away to it it's kind of like the escalation like say if you just get a girl and just kiss her straight away it's kind of like oh you didn't really build up to it but let's say you like 
kissing her on her neck and whispering things in her ear and then you kiss her, all of a sudden that's 10 times more powerful. So you need to see it in the same way. Like, don't just go sit right next to her, sit back, give her some space. So when you do move next to her, all of a sudden she feels that interest a lot more. It's the same thing when you get in the bed with her. Maybe when you guys are lying in bed, don't just straight away start cuddling her. First, kind of like kick back, like maybe chill on your phone, choose a song or something like that. So then when you do escalate on her, she feels it a lot more. So guys just need to get that idea in their head because that was a mistake I used to make all the time before I knew any of this stuff. And I like to say as well, just like, hey, we don't. there's no expectation for tonight. There's nothing. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to be anywhere. We can just play and explore. And I really just want to like feel, I just want to feel your body and just that, that's it. And there's no expectation of sex. And I like, I think Gabrielle and I spoke about the other day. It's like, it's she might be thinking, fuck, if I have sex, how is this going to change our dynamic? So it's like making her feel comfortable because you actually care about her that you're like, hey, I actually want to see her again. And if you actually do want to see her again, say it. If you don't, don't fucking say that. But the thing is, that's going to help a lot with her going, fuck yeah, I'm really more excited now to have sex because I go, hey, I don't just like having one night sense. I really like connecting more deeply, more and more times with um with you. And when you do that, she's going to be like, fuck. And then I can even set up another time. I'm like, when can we catch up again? I'm setting it up even like there. I'm like, hey, I'd like to see you another time. Like, what's your schedule this week? So then she's like seeing that it's real genuine intent that I want to do this and don't say this if you don't want to do it because now I've logically stated it and it becomes real in her mind that he's not just here just to be the one night thing and if you are don't say that but I'm saying this generally from my own perspective because I usually like seeing women time and time again to really start um, leveling up in regards to having a deeper connection sexually with a woman and going fuck this is really cool and seeing where it goes from there yeah, such a such a good point where the, the main time guys, they the girls don't want to sleep with them. They think, oh, what did I do? What did I do? All this type of thing. But on a much deeper level, the girl, a lot of the time, of course, it's some girls will just sleep with you no matter what. But a lot of the time, the girls think like, does this guy actually like me? Or does he just want to get in my pants? Um, and where your social skills or your dating skills goes to an advanced level is when the girl can really sense like, this guy doesn't really care if he sleeps with me or not. He's just enjoying my company. And all of a sudden, girls just want to jump on you when they sense that. But if they mm. sense like, this guy doesn't even really like me, but he just wants to add to his lay count, all of a sudden, you're going to get all the objections. You're going to get all this uh, crap that you have to deal with and girls are going to be giving you shit all the time. But when the girl feels like, oh my gosh, this guy actually likes me for more than just my looks, he it doesn't matter if he gets sex tonight or not, she's way more likely to sleep with you rather than like, oh, this is going to, he just wants to get in my pants. Yeah, 100%. And then when you, there's like, we could be going on about this for a long, long, long time. But in short, what I want to like really wrap this up with as well. And like when you get a girl to the bedroom and then you you may be laying on the couch, you can just touch, start touching her, kissing her and gently caressing her, kissing on her neck, building that up, stroking her arm, thing like this, just really playing softly. And then that softness will allow her to soften as well. Remember that your softness will allow her to soften because she wants to feel that aspect of who you are. That's what dominance is. Dominance is love and leading her and taking to a place where it's going to leave her better and wetter. And yeah, with that, with that all being said, is there anything else we want to add? Because there's like, there's so much we can go into this, but I think it's a really good overview of everything and some really specific things about it. And we really dropped some bombs. Um, you did, Daniel, about before, about making her feel comfortable for. Because I, I believe that the 
the the work is done before the actual house. A lot of the work is actually done there. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the 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 when you get back to the house, it should be just kind of going with the flow in terms of everything set up, and it's just the next step, the next step. Yeah. Um, obviously, for some guys, they might be new to it. The some of the practical um, suggestions we've given here is going to be super helpful. As you said, we could talk about this for hours, I think. But the last thing I just want to leave guys with is just always keep that principle of mind of two steps forward, one step back. It's so huge, but it's it makes all the difference in the world because what do guys do? It's like one step forward, two step forward, three step forward, five step forward, six step forward. It's just go, 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 go. Where girls want to okay, I'm a leader, I have no problem taking this interaction to the next level, but at the same time, I'm not so desperate, pulling back a bit. And girls, it, honestly, it'll blow your mind. Girls are so not used to experiencing that from a guy because a guy gets turned on, it's just go, 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 go. But when you can actually go forward and then pull back and go forward and pull back, like that's going to get her arousal level through the roof. The same time it makes her comfortable, at the same time it shows that you're a leader. There's so many hidden benefits in that concept of take it two steps forward and one step back. Um, and that's going to actually get you to your goal. Say if you're going from A to Z, you don't go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, R, because it's like uh, women don't really respond like that. It's like A, B, C, B, C, D, E, D. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm even confusing myself here, but you get the gist of it. It's moving a little bit forward and then pulling back a little bit and then moving forward and pulling it back with it. Like you talk a lot about this with the actual sex. It's like fucking giving her a massage before, like making sure she feels comfortable. That's even, um, you could say, a step back. You know, you, you're moving it forward, but you're not just going for p- pussy straight away. It's all about the buildup. It's all about the anticipation for girls. And if you can get that in your mind, you're going to absolutely kill it when it comes to, to bringing girls home. Because trust me, if you start changing the things you're doing, it's going to result in girls having these amazing sexual experiences. You're going to enjoy it more. They're going to enjoy it more. It's a win-win for everyone. So yeah. Flow and go. Yeah, flow, baby. Flow. Daniel's just sitting here like jerking off and um, it's quite enjoyable, but I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying it because then that will destroy my own self-identity of me (laughs) being this apparently sex guru. So fuck all that. But with that all being said, Daniel, it has been an absolute fucking pleasure for you being here today, my man. And thank you for dropping so many bombs about this as well. And guys, if you do want to get in contact with Daniel, what is the best place to get in contact with you, bro? Uh, the best place to get in contact with me is just uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, SPU Daniel. You can drop me a DM there. Also have a website, spudanielconsulting.com, um, where you can get some free articles, blog posts. There's a free training video there. Um, my email address, contact details. So either one of those spots. But uh, yeah, thanks for, for having me so much on the podcast. Um, always such a great pleasure ever since I came on the SQL retreat and learned so much we'll probably have to do another podcast just about that Um, but that took my sex life to a whole new level so thanks so much for for having me on today anytime my man appreciate it so guys if you enjoyed this episode make sure what you you can do is share this with your friends your family anyone who may think this would benefit yeah listen to it as I said listen to in the car with your old man and you can both learn how to um, um, have really great sexual experiences together so with women anyway before this gets fucking weird we're gonna rock and roll so Daniel again thank you for being here my man 
and it has been yeah it's been awesome and i appreciate it and make sure you do get in contact with daniel if you want to know how to get the dating life that you've always wanted cheers bro and i'll speak to you soon